Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to chase your joy, find alignment, and create a life and a business that you love using actionable methods, interviews, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host, your always hype woman and sometimes ass kicker, Amanda Chills, and I am so proud of you for choosing to step into your power. Come along, we've got dreams to build. Okay, my love, I have put everything that I offer for free on one page so that we are not doing more work than we have to because why would we do that? Hashtag work smarter, not harder. So livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. You are going to find everything I've created for not only leveling up in your personal life and building a life that you love, but leveling up in your business life and building a business that you love. Okay livemyhappyhealth.com slash free. Love you. Yeller (laughs) podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to today's episode where we are going to be talking about self love. Um, before we start that, I know the intro has ways to work with me. So just a reminder that if you're vibing with the podcast, we will likely vibe in real life. You will likely vibe from the master classes that I do. Um, so if you're interested in those, check them out or don't. I mean, that's fine. There's no rules here. LiveMyHappyHealth.com is the website. You'll find everything there. Or if you want to find me on Instagram at Amanda underscore Chills, C-H-I-L-S. Hi. Uh, let me start with a story about self-love and what it cost when you are not good at practicing it. So I had a history of getting into relationships, really situationships, like let's be honest, I was in a lot of situationships where people did not treat me very well, not that they were cruel, not that they were abusive, Um, they were just kind of fuckboys. And I would always blame myself, I'm not good enough, I'm not doing something right, Um, it's on me, right? I didn't love myself enough to walk away from situations and people who, quite frankly, didn't deserve me. Like, if we want to talk about how good I am as a partner, it's 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 very high quality. Like, let me just say that. Um, as I imagine you are, right? Like, people who are in this community, i.e. you, hi, love you tend to be very giving, very kind, very thoughtful. That makes for a good partner, makes for a good friend, it makes for a good employee or boss. Like, But when you don't have a good self-love practice, when your decisions aren't rooted in love and loving yourself and saying, okay, if I love myself more than anything, what is the choice that I'm making here? Then we end up in situations and we kind of accidentally choose jobs, partners, relationships, friendships, um, dynamics that more than likely take advantage of us instead of support us. And then we blame ourselves thinking, oh, I'm not good enough. This just proves it right because people mistreat me. And then this feedback loop becomes, it like feeds itself essentially. So I had a history of situationships and people who saw me and just took. And I am a giver, that is still true. I didn't have the boundaries that I have now because, well, quite frankly, it took going through a shitstorm to get them. Um, <laughs> so thanks, ex-husband. You taught me some valuable lessons. 
which gets us into my relationship with my ex-husband where I was not making decisions out of love for myself. I was making decisions out of what I thought was love for him. Um, and much more often than that was a savior complex or codependency um, dynamic. So it took me going through some shit, going through some shit um, for months to make the decision that I would never be there again, that I would never be mistreated again. I would never be screamed at again. I would never be walked away from while I am sobbing again. I will never do the things that I did in that relationship um, ever again. But I had to go through those things in order to come to that conclusion, which let me spare you the trouble <laughs> sucked. <laughs> it sucked. It was painful. It was draining. By the time I had kicked him out, I think I slept for almost a week. Like it was bad. Um, so that trial by fire, very hot fires, <laughs> burns everywhere. Um, taught me some really valuable lessons about never, ever, ever sacrificing my life, my choices, my freedom for quote unquote love for someone else, to love myself enough to walk away from things that don't serve me, relationships, people, jobs, clients, whatever. Um, and that's something that I see all the time with my clients and with people in this community is that somewhere along the line, our definition of love gets really skewed, especially like I live in the Bible Belt in the South where very often the definition of love that's taught is self-sacrifice above everything. You never have needs. You always meet other people's needs. You, it, it becomes very toxic when it's taught like that. So that's something that's very rooted in the culture here in North Carolina is you don't think of yourself ever. And to do so is arrogance. To do so is bad. To do so is a sin. You always put yourself last. You always think of others first. You're always giving. But that kind of um, rhetoric and language doesn't teach self-love. It teaches self-abandonment and it teaches self-sacrifice and it teaches self-betrayal. When I, I get that the goal is to think of others, right? But there is a balance that needs to happen there, which is the point of this episode. So a lot of my clients come and they have the consequences of not loving themselves. Now, one of the consequences, and I'll go through kind of a list of them, is that you're just fucking miserable. You're miserable because your life doesn't belong to you because you're not making choices that are in alignment with choices you would make if you loved yourself. Now, I'm not saying that you have to love yourself to make these choices. What I'm saying is these choices result in loving yourself. So a lot of people have it backwards. A lot of people think, oh, when I love myself, then I'll make choices that are in alignment with that. But it's backwards. You have to make the choices that are in alignment with loving yourself. If you love yourself, what choice would you make? Then the self-love comes. The feeling comes from the practice. But you can't have the feeling without the practice. So a lot of my clients end up miserable because their life essentially doesn't belong to them. They've sacrificed, they've compromised, but they don't tend to ever get someone to compromise with them. They end up always compromising, always sacrificing, always giving in, and then feeding this rhetoric that they never get what they want. They don't deserve it. No one ever takes care of them the way they take care of other people. But all of that is true because they're proving that thought right by never choosing themselves, by never speaking up, by just not, not having the practice of loving themselves, which again is a practice. So they end up very miserable and 
frankly pretty hopeless because they don't understand why most of the time, which is why I'm recording this episode. It's something I run into a lot and they're like, I'm just so unhappy. I, I don't understand. I'm quote unquote doing all the right things. I'm never putting myself above others. I'm sacrificing all the time. I'm doing everything for everyone else. I have a quote unquote good job that is soul sucking for them. Um, they don't have friendships that are fulfilling. They don't have relationships that are fulfilling, but they're doing what they've been taught, which is to self-sacrifice and to self-abandon and to self-betray. And then they're feeling very hopeless and confused about why they're unhappy. So a lot of the conversations that we have is, okay, but how many of these things are you choosing? And how many of these things are serving you? How often are you selfish in your life? And then when I say the word selfish, they all like look like I just handed them um a spoonful of vinegar and ask them to eat it. And they're like, but I can't be selfish, but I'm not allowed to be selfish. But selfish is the worst thing that you can be. It's not. Um, selfish is the foundation to self-love. So we'll talk about that nuance in a minute. So they come to me and they're very miserable. They're very unhappy. Their lives are unfulfilling, which is obviously it sucks. It's very heavy. It's very draining. They're quite often depressed. Um, they have a ton of anxiety because imagine trying to make everyone that you encounter happy and how anxiety inducing that is because it's an impossible task. They often have a history of trauma, things like that. Um, another thing that happens is when you don't have a foundation in self-love, you will choose partners who take advantage of you, who prey on your worst fears, who make them true, who are cruel. All of those like things that you tell yourself, I don't deserve love. I'm not worthy. No one will love me. No one takes care of me. I always take care of them. All of those things become true because you're choosing partners who prove those things right because you don't think you deserve better because you don't know how to get better. It's both a belief and a skill set. And so you're choosing partners that prove that narrative true, which then reinforces the narrative, which then digs us deeper into this hole and it reinforces the narrative again. And we get this feedback loop of saying, well, I can't love myself. This person can't even love me. I can't do anything right. And you just end up deeper and deeper and deeper into this hole. And it's like a feedback loop loop from hell. Like you want to talk about purgatory, that's fucking it. Um, so often you'll choose partners who reinforce that narrative and then it becomes that much harder to make decisions that are based in love for yourself because not only do you have this person proving proving your worst fears, your worst narratives right at every turn, as soon as you start making positive changes, as soon as you start setting boundaries, making decisions for yourself, choosing things that are better for you, they're going to beat you down. They're going to say, you're so selfish. I can't believe you. You never have time for me. You're always doing these things for yourself. You're going to ruin this relationship. You're not who I know anymore. You think you're so much better than me, blah, 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 blah. And it becomes like, imagine trying to, you know, sprint a hundred meters and someone who loves themselves and who has a supportive partner has like a rocket, like a jetpack on their back and rollerblades. And you, who has a toxic partner, has like chains pulling you back, pulling you back at every second. Like, who do you think is going to win, right? The person with the jetpack, the person with a supportive partner, or the person with no partner at all, but understands how to love themselves. When you have a toxic partner that, again, you're choosing out of this narrative being proven right, they become the chains that hold you back. It's so much harder to move when someone is saying every step you make is wrong, every step you make is hurtful, is harmful, is selfish. How dare you? And they're preying on your worst fears. 
So you choose partners who are cruel and who are stunting and who make it damn hard to grow. And all of that can be changed when you start loving yourself and putting into practice those things. So another thing that I see all the time is that people who don't have a practice of self-love literally don't take care of themselves. Like imagine a piece of um, like a mug, like maybe you have a mug and you're like, I don't really give a shit about this mug. And so you like slam it around. You don't really take care of it. You don't really clean it. You're like, well, I clean it sometimes, but you're not careful with it, right? You're not careful with it in the way that like people are careful with a newborn baby, hopefully, where like you're so careful with this baby because you want to take care of it. You want it to be safe. You want it to be happy, like totally different, right? If you have a piece of furniture that you really love, your favorite piece of furniture, you're going to take care of it. You're going to make sure that you don't ding it. You're going to make sure that you maybe oil it, like whatever people do with furniture. But if you have a, like a piece of furniture that maybe you got from Goodwill for like 15 bucks, you're like, oh, fuck it. This thing was only like $15. I can just go to Goodwill and get another one. Like you're not going to be as careful with that. So, so take this analogy and put it to yourself and your body, right? If you don't love yourself, you're not going to take care of yourself. You're not going to make doctor's appointments. You're not going to go to therapy or hire a coach or read a personal development book or choose better partners or get a job that, um, you don't hate like a job that you enjoy you're not going to do those things because you don't know you don't love yourself so those actions confirm that you don't love yourself and we get into another feedback loop which is why i say self-love is a practice and then the belief comes so often when i have clients and it's it's really a large number of them business coaching clients and therapy and coaching clients that just don't have the practice. They don't do things that help them. They don't do things that take care of them. And often like hiring a coach or a therapist is one of the first steps. Well, usually it's a last resort. They've tried other things first, but it's a good first step to like getting the support that you need. This is a hard journey if you don't have support. So they're not taking care of themselves physically, mentally, spiritually, any of those things. And it just, again, reconfirms that like they don't love themselves because they're not doing things to take care of themselves. So another thing that happens is you will sacrifice until you have nothing left. You will hit burnout trying to make everyone else happy trying to keep yourself safe essentially by avoiding conflict 24 7. that is exhausting that's like running from 10 bears at once and it's like which bear do you choose it's always the one that's closest but you're still you still end up running from like 10 bears every single day all the time um which is not the vibe we want zero bears <laughs> we want zero bears thank you um so you'll sacrifice and sacrifice and sacrifice because you've been taught that that's what love is and you don't have the practice of loving yourself first so that you can love others so you're just chronically empty what else i see is you'll put yourself or stay people will put themselves or stay in really dangerous or miserable situations they'll stay with a partner who's abusive they'll stay with a partner who's cruel they'll stay with a partner who just kind of sucks like it's not always that someone is very abusive sometimes it's just that they suck um, they're not a good partner. They'll stay in jobs that they don't really like or jobs that are outright abusive. Um, they'll keep relationships with people, family, friends, partners, whatever, that don't serve them, that they're like literally unhappy in where they're mistreated because they don't love themselves enough to walk away to choose better. They don't know how. So that's something I see all the time. Um, here's the one that really is 
the saddest is when people come to me and I know that they're not very good at self-love because I can see the evidence in the, the way that their life is, is they never make decisions where their happiness is, is being considered. It's like literally never considered when it should be one of the first considerations. So they make decisions based on making everyone else happy or avoiding conflict and then they end up not happy. Like happiness isn't even something that they consider. And so we do a lot of work around like, well, what would make you happy? What feels good? And a lot of the times for a few weeks or a few months, their answer is, well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know myself. I don't know anything. All I know is I'm running from 10 bears at all times. And I can't think farther than that, which legit, I get that. Um, so they never make decisions that make themselves happy. And I, I know that you can guess or perhaps you're living how that works out. If you never make decisions where your happiness is on the table, you don't get it, right? Like you don't get the things that make you happy and then we end up miserable. And then people blame themselves instead of looking at their choices and what they've been taught. Hence the reason for this episode. So now that we've gone over some consequences, there's more, but those were the ones that I thought about this morning. More thoughts on self-love. It is the foundation to any skill that you're going to learn because any skill that you're going to learn, if you don't love yourself, you're not going to apply it. You're going you're gonna to quit, right? Self-love is a practice. And if you're improving your life, that inherently is an act of love. If you're making things better, that is inherently an act of love. So self-love is one of the foundations to being happy, to positive change, to being in a good, supportive, happy, wonderful relationship, to having a job that you love or a career that you love or a business that you love, to working with people that you love, to having relationships where you're happy and supported. Self-love is the foundation, is one of the foundations to all of those things. And you won't love yourself until you put loving yourself into practice. So what that means is you got to practice loving yourself. And if you're like, Amanda, I don't know how to do that. Well, perfect. I just did a masterclass on it. It'll be two days from now. But by the time this episode comes out, it will have been last week. Um, but essentially, it's it's just a practice. It is just a practice of taking care of yourself like you were something that you love. Um, and then the feelings will come. So the masterclass goes deeper into that and breaks down frameworks. So if you want that, just shoot me a message. Um, you can just DM me like masterclass or, Hey, I heard the, heard you talking about it on the podcast episode. Um, it's too much to go into in an episode cause it'll be about 45 minutes of teaching. So that is the reason for the masterclass and not it being a podcast episode. Um, but essentially it's the practice of taking care of yourself. Like you're something that you love, like you're something that you love or someone that you love. So the like that skill changes so much like once we start really digging into that people get better jobs they leave partners that either suck or are abusive they start putting up boundaries they start taking care of themselves their health gets better they make better choices with food they move their body in a more supportive way they pick up hobbies like they're everything in life gets better self love is the rising tide that lifts all boats and it's something that like if you, I mean, obviously if you're listening to this episode, it's something that vibes with you. So I encourage you to think about like, what would my life look like if I loved myself? 
And I'm willing to bet it would look different than the life that you're living now. So again, if you want support with that, DM me about the masterclass. I'm happy to send it to you. But yeah, those are my thoughts on it. So like it's the rising tide that lifts all boats and it's the foundation to all positive change. And it's a practice. So it's something that you're going to suck at in the beginning. That's okay. That's very normal. And it's something that will you will get better and better at with time. You'll get faster. You'll be able to make decisions more quickly. Like you'll know because you'll have lived through the patterns and kind of like um, gotten out of the weeds with it. That's the episode, friends. I hope that you make choices that are in alignment with loving yourself. And I hope that if you're like, oh, a bitch feels called out, that you shoot me a message. The masterclass will be for sale. It's a very, very affordable price. So feel free to grab that and it will give you literally the step-by-step framework to do this, um, to start. So love you. Hope that you make choices that are in alignment with love.